Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And we are back. Um, we were just having a beautiful conversation uh, with Umuruti, giving us some insight on um, how exactly is the economy performing um, and how statistically, how have we been affected as a country um, by COVID, I think it. It. it I, I. genuinely do think that it's something we need to be mindful of, the fact that things like COVID do not just affect us as individuals, but they do affect us as a nation and as a country. Um, and and it's important for the businesses that exist within our nation to thrive. It's important for them to thrive because they provide jobs, even though they might not at times do it efficiently and effectively, but they do provide jobs for um, our children and our grandchildren. And if we continue to help uh, our local businesses grow, um, then in, in, in future, our future children and our future generation will continue to be employed uh, but yeah um, I found those uh, or that conversation to be very insightful I found the conversation to also it just takes me out of my world because I often get very self-centered myself and I think about how is COVID affecting me how is COVID affecting my family and my friends and the people that are within my immediate circle and at times we don't take a moment to sit down and think about how might COVID be uh, and the impacts of it. You know, this third wave that we've been experiencing. How might how might have it affected and impacted others that are far from us and those who are in corporate spaces because they're also um, given the responsibility to you know run operations and organizations that provide and 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 give put food on so many people's tables so it is important for us to have those conversations as a nation i believe um and to also have those conversations and pray for those people uh within those positions uh we're going to take a breather right now uh listen to a song it is um abangobi giving us a wonderful jam titled it is not over and we'll be back shortly right after this you can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on e-companion radio pulpit's own online shop revisit programs by beloved presenters like justice chungu cecile burger esti Heldenais, and pastor erin jelly books and cds from various authors and artists as well as radio pulpit t-shirts caps and other branded products will also be available on e-companion your one-stop soul food shop visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop t's and c's apply 657 a.m you're at 657 a.m radio carrying 24 hours a day 657 a.m so man embuseni wako oh my goodness it's a very very beautiful song um, and just sang in a, that beautiful choir voice, voices that I miss um, listening to live. You know, it's just make, making me miss the beauty of South African theater and the beauty of South African um, local music. So right now we're joined by Elias uh, Shamatla, um, who's going to be encouraging people who are affected by COVID-19 financially to start their own small businesses, something that we sometimes um, shy away from. Um, so we're going to get straight into that. I'm going to hand over to you, Elias. 
Yes, sir. Good evening and good evening to the listener. Awesome. Good evening. Yes, indeed. Yay. So, yeah, yes. so let's get actually straight into it. Um, what what might you say? Because I think during COVID, COVID is a very scary time, I think, if you, you'd agree. Um, and it's even more scarier to do something as brave as starting a business. Um, what what words would you would you give on that? Well, I would say, actually, in contrary, many people are finding opportunities now to start a business. Mm. Because now, remember, you're starting by force. By force, because that's people, interesting. Uh, are doing it because there are opportunities. Some are doing it because um, they don't have anything else to do. They are doing it under pressure. Mm. Yes, COVID has brought some challenges and then it has brought some opportunities as well. Mm. Yes. No, that's, that, that's actually very interesting. Um, now, what should one do when they get the news or retrenchment letter regarding um, their, their debts? First thing, they must not panic. Mm. When you get the refreshment letter or you get the news, uh, when the Section 189 process starts, that is the refreshment process, to say the company is going to downsize or it's going to close, therefore we are going to lay off X amount of people, mm-hmm. do not panic. Because if you panic, you're going to make mistakes. Mm. So now what happens is that at that time, you must consult. When you consult, you consult the people that will assist you with the issues like your debt. Mm-hmm. And say, I've got this type of debt, and then uh, I'm going to be refreshed. How do I handle this? Because most of the companies themselves uh, will uh, approach us and then ask us to assist their employees. And then if you are right as an employee as well, to say, actually... I recommend a certain company to come to to, to to our company here to address us as the as the employees or as workers on how to go about it. Because the first thing that we, want, we don't want to do is to take your children's money and pay the debt and be left with nothing. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that that's very um, insightful as well. I mean, um, it is it is a reality that uh, you know com- companies are suffering during this pandemic, and they um, they either close close down or they downsize, and um, there's a lot of there's been a lot of retrenchments, and I think uh, particularly in the retail industry, and I I, I remember hearing someone also talking about how uh, restaurants. Have have suffered. I'm not sure if they've suffered the most or, or what. But something that I, I would I would like you to speak on is: Are the credit providers uh, lenient uh, with the consumers in such situations? Well, they were lenient last year. Mm. Nowadays, we are seeing the unseen. Mm. Previously, if you owed on a credit card, revolving loan, and so forth. Even the personal loans. Mm-hmm. The credit providers wouldn't uh, take dr- drastic measures by going to court and sue you. Now, in 2021, we see the credit providers going all out to court and sue for everything, no matter how small the amount is. Mm. Because they've run out of cash. Because last year they gave the debt relief to the consumers, thinking or, or hoping that uh, COVID was going to go away. 
So they have left they are left with nothing in their reserves, meaning to make provision for the potential bad debts. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, and and it's it's actually I think from <clears throat> a human perspective, um, you know, like me myself, I can I can understand where a company um, is coming from when they're panicking and they're making decisions, um, you know, to quickly go and because in in essence, um, I'm, I think it's something that we forget that if you're a credit provider um, and you go to a credit provider and you 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 ask for financial assistance, you are actually a customer, you know, and you should be treated as a customer. Um, I'm not sure if if um, this what what I'm about to ask makes sense, but I think when when they go and start suing their customers because they have run out of cash, they're actually they might be destroying their business. Am I wrong to say that? Because you're basically fighting with your customers. Well. They don't only sue the customers; they sue their own employees as well. Yeah. Meaning, if you are an employee of the company and you've got a loan with them, and you can't pay it because your spouse mm. has been retrenched or uh, is, is still not earning any income because she's she's working in the hotel and the hotel hasn't opened up to now. Mm. Meaning, you are used to uh, to be living on a joint uh, household income. Now it's only one income. It means that you can afford everything. And then if you work for the company and mm-hmm. the company says, we sue you because you owe us. Mm. So we can see that sometimes they don't apply their minds because mm-hmm. they are increasing their risk. But the, on the other hand, remember, the great provider has allocated the money for legal fees or the budget for legal fees. Yeah. So, so if you are the head of legal department, or collections, mm. you are scared that if I don't use this money and come next year, they're not going to give me the budget because they're going to say, no, you don't use it. So you have to use it. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you realize that, you know what, this is a frivolous case. Mm. You're going to take this consumer to court just for the sake of using the legal budget. Yeah, imagine. Okay. Now, what what would be um, your 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 final words in 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 this entire situation? Because yeah, what, what you're describing, and I can I I think I don't know if I'm sensing correctly, but I can also sense your your frustration uh, with this entire situation as well. Because I think it it's it's understandable that it impacts a lot of people's livelihoods. You know, money that they're uh, providing for their families and now I mean being taken to court by the company that you work for that that's that's yeah that that, that really causes some some friction you know you having to go again it, it really does cause some bad um, you know history between you and that company um, what, what would be your your closing words you know directed at both the companies and those being affected by by this behavior my closing remarks will be for the great providers mm. um, is to say, uh, well, uh, look into or consider mm. rescuing your customers because when the, the sun starts shining again, they'll, they'll come back to you. Mm. But when you treat them bad, bad when they are in that street, they will remember this when the sun shines. They'll go elsewhere. And then with the consumers, if you or anybody try to make an arrangement, but if you get retrenched, my personal opinion is that you are 
comes first. You can't take your entire uh, passion and pay the personal loans. You know? Mm, exactly. Yes, for, for, for the house, yes, you have to rescue your house. But for the unsecured lending, your overpass, credit cards, closing accounts, I mean, really, they can wait. The only thing that they can do is to sue you and they can obtain a judgment and then that's it. What else can they do? Mm. So, Rara, look after your family first. And then, please, uh, they can contact us as well to assist them if they need their assistance. Because, as I say, um, there are many ways to kill a cat. Sometimes we, we might have a little budget, but we can manage to negotiate with the care providers and say, look, this person has been restrained, so she has set aside or he has set aside 50,000 rent for all the debts. Can we please accept the X amount in full and final settlement? Oh, I see. I and, see. And, and, cut, and cut your losses. Yeah, have in, in, in your experience, in terms of what you do, have you seen... Um, in the past, have you seen uh, credit providers being um, not lenient as much as showing grace to their to their customers and that paying off in the long run? So um, maybe a credit provider says it's fine. Um, we can we can show you some grace and allow you to pay what you can afford, um, and then later on. Um, you know, you can then start to continue with these uh, normal installments that you pay. Have you, in your experience, seen that work positively for the credit providers? Yes. Actually, what we're saying, or, or the question that we're raising now, is very important. Mm. Yesterday, at this time, I got a call from the managing executive of the bank. He said to me, he was just knocked, he just knocked off at, at this time, and then he was chatting to me. And then we were talking about these things in general. He said, sometimes, or many times, it's not the policy of the credit provider or the bank per se not to assist people. It's the attitude of the people working there. Yeah. The bank or the credit provider wants to help you, but the person that is calling you, which is a debt collector, does not want to help you. Do you mm. understand the difference? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so that's why he said to me, he said some matters get escalated to him. And then he realizes that this person should have been helped. And then he will help the person accordingly. So what I'm trying to say to you, the, the, the policy is there to assist the consumers. You know, uh, one yeah. thing that I know, actually, on the home loans, what they have done is that if you owe below a certain amount mm-hmm. on the home loan, mm-hmm. they actually write off. But their own staff does not tell the clients. They will pursue you to pay up to the last cent. Wow. Yet the bank has issued the policy to say, I mean, guys, if a person is owing us less than, let's say, for example, 50,000 rent or Mm. less than 100,000, then pursue the debt. Just one phone call and find out if this person can pay. If this person cannot pay, write off the amount. Mm. Let's move on. The same as the Jagals. There's that policy as well. It's called the right of policy. You mm. know? So they're mm. saying, okay, if now, now that we don't have money, because uh, 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 the, the capital is very, very scarce now. Yeah. That's why when you want to switch banks, mm-hmm. uh, they might not grant you a loan. Because they say all along when uh, when everything was, 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 was running smooth, you were sitting with another bank. 
Now that visa have you come to us, they say, sorry, you don't want a new client because you might not be loyal to us. Actually, this is what the managing executive said to me yesterday. He said, they have realized that the new clients are the ones that are likely to default than the old clients. The old clients will be loyal to their bank. Mm. When you just got a loan now, and then you, you realize that, hey, budgetary are short, they say, no, I skip this, this loan. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying them. But if you have been banking with this loan, I mean, with this bank for a long time, or you have been having the loans with them for a long time, then you might say, hey, let me rather pay them so that in the future when I need something, they can be able to help me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's a give and take situation. No, I see exactly what you mean. Ash, unfortunately, that's all uh, we have the time for right now. But thank you so much, Alias. Um, I'm sure you've given a lot of um, perspective to, you know, not only just the, the, the everyday person who is being affected by what you're talking about, but I hope that there are some uh, credit providers who are listening to your very, very important words and might uh, initiate or put into practice that, that, that principle uh, that if you plant a seed now, it might take time and you'll reap off of that seed um, when the fruits, when the tree bears fruit in future. Um, so thank you so much for your time. Hey? Amen. Thank you, Dr. Uh, good night. All good right. Night. Good night. Uh, we're going to take a short breather right now. We'll listen to Glory of the Days, uh, bringing us a song titled um, Kulu, um, Kulu Ongagiti. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Radio Pulpit on a Thursday evening. This is Thursday Live, and you're uh, tuned in listening to myself, a given illustrative, uh, coming in all the way from Pretoria. Still very encouraged by the fact that we finally reached the month of August. Uh, we've lived through, many of us have already lived through uh, 2021, and I- I'm excited to see uh, 2022, but still anticipating summer. So I'm looking forward to next month. Right now, uh, we're joined by U Vincent uh, Mosia, and he's going to be uh, talking about a winning attitude during this challenging time of COVID, of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I'm going to hand over to you, Vincent. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Again, it's a honor and a pleasure for me to be on Radio Pulpit, the station that is making a difference from Gauteng to the Cape. 
Let's talk again about this winning mindset, uh, having a winning attitude. And today I just want to focus on the issue of preparation, of being prepared. You just talked now about anticipating summer and uh, just us being nearly out of 2021 and just going into next year. And I find Jorge, many of us, we fail because we really don't prepare. Many people are going to be caught off guard when it starts being that time to go to the swimming pools and, and, and the beach and they won't be prepared, they won't have their summer bodies ready, or it's going to come January and many of us are only then going to start thinking about, Ooh, what am I going to do this year, what am I going to achieve? Uh, because we don't really take the time out in advance to plan, to prepare, and to set ourselves up to succeed in the things that, that we really want. Uh, so when we when we look when we look at the book of Luke 14 uh, from verse 28, uh, Jesus Christ speaks about a king going to war or a person building the house to say who would undertake such a big project without first sitting down to check what they have in hand and if all that they have is uh, enough for them to succeed in what they are going to do and whether it will be it will be it will it will be feasible for them to pursue that project or not so it is something that when we look through even throughout the bible we see uh, god encourages us to plan obviously god himself is a planner uh, when we read in the book of genesis we see he said let us make man in our image that was a plan he threw the plan to the trinity and later on they did they put the men together when men fell in Genesis chapter 3, already God, God had a plan to, re, to redeem men. Uh, and, and we see it in verse 15 where the plan for redemption was already there. So God is a planner. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the one we, we all like, is, is God telling us that he has plans for us, plans for our lives, and there are plans to prosper us and, and not to harm us, and plans to give us a, a future. So we see that God is a planner. God plans. Um, even when you see Jesus Christ, I think sometimes you think everything that Jesus Christ did was a matter of of prophecy and it was haphazard and random. But I I, I like to think that when he was about to go to the cross and he planned and he had the last supper that he planned and he told the disciples, "You shall go to this village. You shall see a man who is carrying a pot. You will follow him and he will lead you to the upper room. That's where you must prepare." I think. Jesus Christ had a talk with that guy before to say, I'm going to send my guys to you, and this is how you are going to do with them. So we see planning is something that we find happening a lot, in, even in the Bible. Yeah, no, um, that that's actually quite um, quite encouraging during this time. I love the, I really love the analogy that you used <clears throat> when you say Jesus um, uh, talking about the person who sat down. Um, and and considered whether they have enough to to build whatever it is they would like to build that's a that's a very very encouraging and interesting perspective uh thank you so much for 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 sharing that i think um i feel encouraged myself and i i think i just want you to in in, in closing or in your departure i just want to want to find out do you feel like at this time um, that a lot of uh, South Africans are feeling like they they have very little to work with, very little to sit down and consider 
you know, with all their dreams and hopes that they want to build for in future. Uh, do you think that we need to have an attitude right now of not providing for ourselves and leaning more on and trusting on God's provision? I, I, I think I think it should be both. I think uh, God mm. provides for us by giving us the ability to do, by giving us the ability to. He says he teaches us how to create wealth, or he gives us the ability to create wealth, and he teaches us how to prosper. Yeah. So it, it should be both. It should be us trusting God to lead us to those things that we need to do. Us trusting God for concepts. Us trusting God for visions. Us trusting God to 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 lead us to those openings, those gaps, to give us visions. Visions, visions should not be spiritual things about angels and and heavenly creatures and things that are flying in the third heaven. Visions mm-hmm. should be about how do we solve problems for each other here on earth. Mm. You know, mm. and 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 us, we must extend our faith to that level where we request God. God, give us solutions to the problems that we are having. Give us, show us where the markets are for me to sell a product. Show me what what product to sell in a market. Uh, give give me a concept. Give me an idea. Give me a plan for me to pursue. And and so it it is both mm. Mm. channeled in in one direction. Oh wow! Thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you, Vincent. We really, I really do appreciate you uh, joining tonight. We hope you have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Thank you very much, Kevin, and, and and the listeners at home. Awesome. Um, you're still tuned into Radio Pulpit. Do not go anywhere. We're going to take a breather, listen to some music, and we'll be back shortly. Right after this, it's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us and what better way to do that than through a quick and easy whatsapp message whether you're having a hard time coping with school family issues being bullied depression or anxiety speak to someone who cares today send a whatsapp text or voice note to 064-530-6805 that's 064 064- 530-6805. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team is ready to connect with you today. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.